My name is Fudi. And this is Abel. Members of PBALA. And you're listening to Vegas Podcast. Hey amigos de Pancho Villa's Army, El Sargento here, back with another episode of Villa's Podcast. Um, this episode is a little unusual for us, um, as we know. Um, a lot of things have happened recently with the whole COVID-19, coronavirus. Um, everybody is home, everybody is, uh, you know, having a different uh, life change, lifestyle change. Uh, but doesn't mean that we can, you know, we need to stop, you know, connecting as uh, members of Pancho Villa's Army. Uh, wherever you're at, um, I know that, you know, we're, we're lacking the connection, lacking the the sport, the camaraderie. But you know what? We're going to do it right now. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, well, I'm inviting Ivan's here today. Ivan, como estas, man? Uh, bien, bien. I am well. Thank you. Just here trying to survive this coronavirus pandemic. <laughs> I know. All of us are, bro. All of us are trying to survive, bro. But you know what? I have good news for all of our uh, members who've been listening and following us. Ivan no longer has the smoke detector beeping in the background. So he's uh, a... <laughs> This pan- it, it, it took this pandemic for him to finally realize he needed a nine volt battery to put in there. <laughs> yeah, and I waited like two hours in line to get that battery. Two hours in line at the uh, at the Costco. <laughs> but uh, so I mean, let's go ahead and introduce our guest today, man. We have two guests, yes, um, members of LA the LA Battalion um, that you know very well. We've heard of, of you know we heard of them as well in some of our previous podcasts about some of your adventures, especially with uh, one of these members. Um, and, and it has a very unique name. I mean, very appropriate name. I want to even find the origins of this name. But uh, Ivan, introduce our guest. We have Louis, a.k.a. Foodie, which everybody knows him as Foodie. And then we have Abel. Awesome, man. We'll give it up for yeah, our guest. And- thank you. Thank you for having Glad us. to be here. Glad, glad to be here, man. So guys, welcome to to the to the podcast. I know you guys have listened to us some, you know, listen to us as well. Um, you know, you know, we're just, really the format of this, the whole purpose of this podcast is to get to know a lot of our members across the various battalions. Um, so you know, really quick, just we'll start off with uh, Foodie. Foodie, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Where are you from, and um, you know, kind of your history a little bit. Um, I'll keep it pretty basic. Um, born in LA, I work for the county of LA. I've been there for 15, 16 years. So I'm pretty much considered a vet, even though I don't feel like it or look like it, but I am a vet. Tell us what you do. You've been around the world. You taste every food that you see in front of you. You eat everything in front of you. <laughs> is is well, that a secret of being looking young? That's actually a hobby of mine. So um, I pretty much Everywhere I go to eat, I mean, I, I travel to eat, basically. A lot of people think I my work pays for it, but actually it's all out of my pocket. So I've been to, I don't know, so many places to eat different places. So I also, um, I run too. I'm, in a, I'm a part of a running club. So I usually, um, my first half marathon was in uh, Colombia. So that was a that was a good experience as well. 
I just recently did the, the LA Marathon as well last last month, I believe. No, no, this month. So that was a really good experience for me as well, because I don't really consider myself a a runner runner like some people out there. But I mean, I try my best to push myself. To this limit. guy, dude, <laughs> Z, this guy, he runs. He's very humble, day, dude. Like, he's very humble. Yeah, he's super humble. You know what? He's I, been I to like say. he's been to <laughs> he's been to like all six continents except for Antarctica. And then he runs like 10, 15 miles a freaking day. This guy, Are you he's I, was, I, was, I was training for the marathon, so therefore I had to push myself to run more than, you know. And then he, he, even, eats, he even eats like those healthy snacks or food, like, you know. Healthy snacks, know, uh, like, like carrots? No, 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 no. He takes like those, like those prepared lunches where you eat like a piece of meat. Oh, like, lunchables? Like pieces of broccoli. Oh, meal yeah. yeah. Yeah, was, those I meal prep. Meal I was pretty strict on my diet. Yeah, so Monday to Friday, I would meal prep at work. I mean, to eat at work. And then, of course, the weekend, I would, you know, treat myself to something different than a meal prep. And that was because of the meal prep. I, I mean, that was because of the marathon. I didn't want to look sloppy or, you know, I wanted to finish properly, not dying. And I ended up pretty good. Just the only thing that was that messed me up was my uh, my foot. At the 23rd mile, I believe, I couldn't, it was just, my foot was on fire. So that was kind of, that's the only thing that was bugging me. But other than that, everything was pretty good. So I got to give you I props, dude. Yeah, I got to, you know what? That's not props, dude. I do, I got to give him props for that. I think I did give him props already, not in person because of this COVID thing that's going around. Yep, but yep. actually, I, I haven't posted much on the PVA LA uh, Instagram page, but I did have plans of posting him. And Amadeo, because they both finished the, I mean, that I know right, personally, right. yeah, they, from, like, from PVA people that I know personally, like, both of them finished it. And last year, I did post Mateo, and I congratulated him on all our social media uh, outlets. But this year, with all this stuff going on, I haven't posted much, and I'll post them sooner or later, congratulating both of you guys. But, yeah, yeah congratulations man. on that, because I think if I, if I run, for real, I think if I run a mile, I don't even know if I could do it. And I live across the cemetery where there's like a jogging path. I don't even set foot on that side of the street where I live. No, dude. I mean, most Mexicanos don't, don't really run. The only time we run is when we're being chased, right? Um, <laughs> For real. Or, or we're, we're stealing something or being chased by somebody. So. Or, or La Migra is chasing us too. That's what I'm saying, right? That's the only time we run. Yeah. So that's, that's the fact that he does it for, for fun and for a hobby. That's impressive, man. Hey, Foodie, what's your, uh, do you have any like uh, social media like on Instagram or do you have any accounts? That you follow yes, your adventures? Uh, my social media is Mr. Foodie. So it's M I S T E R Foodie. F O O D I E. All together. Is it the one with the, uh, the USC Trojans logo? Yes. Yes, sir. Nice. Let's go with uh, Abel, man. Abel, tell us about yourself, man. Uh, where are you from and you know something unique or interesting about you, man? My boy, Abel. Well, um, I was born in East LA, and uh, well, I, I'm I'm from South America. I'm, I'm, my background is very mixed, to be honest. So I, I feel sorry for my kids. You know, I have four kids, and um, when when people ask you exactly where they're from, because they have a, a lot of mixtures. You know, I'm I'm portion I'm more South American than anything, because my Ecuadorian background, my Colombian background, and my mom's um, is a really a portion. Irish because of my grandfather 
my mom's maiden name is Dunn, D-U-N-N. So I was born here in the U.S. and I got married once. Uh, it was a pretty awesome marriage, 16 years, and my ex-wife was Mexican, so my kids have all that mixture. <laughs> so it's hard for them, like sometimes when they know that, you know, like how do they identify themselves? But they they identify themselves more um, of the culture of Mexican and South American. But it's a beautiful thing because they're well-rounded in a lot of things. And I, I do appreciate that. Uh, I have a lot of love for Mexico, uh, not only because my ex-wife, but my kids are Persian Mexican, and most of my intimate friends are Mexican. So I do, you know, it, it's very, you know, I, I, I have been blessed to have all that, all that culture within me. Yeah, that's unique. That's a great, uh, interesting mix, you know, with all that background. But again, that's a cool thing is that you have a, you know, a good, a good history. I mean, you can always connect with a lot of people, you know, I mean, do you have a lot of family all over in, in South America or is this kind of mostly mm-hmm. in, in Colombia or Ecuador? No, the, most of them migrated here. Uh, my, my parents and my dad was a, a portion, you know, he helped a lot of them come over. So I have a lot of co- cousins and a lot of relatives that live here in the U.S. Um, you know, they're, they, they're all over, you know, San Diego Valley, some of them in Huntington Beach. Um, but most of them are here, but I do, I have a brother. I come, I'm, a fam- I, I'm the smallest from a family of six. And my brother actually is a doctor, uh, but he prefers uh, South America. And he's, he actually had, we have a property in Ecuador where he's at right now. And my dad's actually over there. My sister traveled recently, couldn't come back because of this whole thing that broke out and she's stuck out there to probably April or May. We don't know yet. So wow, it's man. interesting, you know, uh, but it, you know, it is what it is. At least she's with family. Uh, so, you know, thank God everything is, we're, we're all, we're all still good, kind of in our days and uh, the blessing we have in front of us. This guy, he's downplaying it too. He's like an <laughs> architect. He's an architect. He's smart. He's smart. He's smart. Foodie, you're smart too. Foodie's <laughs> well, smart, serious. but, but, but uh, he's fit. He I'm, runs. Uh, I'm pretty serious. A lot of people. I'm not saying people are okay. Don't take it wrong because then people take things out of context. These two guys have a lot of common sense. I think it's in part why we kind of get along because we joke around uh <laughs> we we just mean the hell out of instagram and they get life and they enjoy life they travel to sporting events they don't take everything serious and take everything to heart which is why i love like getting along with them that's awesome man well cool yeah you guys definitely oh. have a good really a good uh connection and relationship between the all of you guys including uh bravo too bravo. right bravo is all part of the crew yeah bravo is a big part of all of our lives he really is. No, he is. He's, he's a funny guy. Um, <laughs> hey, and then I, I, I got to give more props to um, Abel. Uh, just we have a few members like from PBA that we know across the country that either are not from Mexico and they represent. Mm-hmm. But Abel, Abel is one of the few that he's not from Mexico, but he'll wear La, La Verde all the time. He'll go to Mexico games with us with PBA and he'll wear his green Mexico jersey, which is pretty cool. Because not a lot of people would wear uh, jerseys that they're not a country so from. That's the question I was going to ask you know, next, I, dude. I was going to ask him, like, um, does that? How did that start, Abel? I mean, I know that you have a background in South America. Yeah, but plenty of options. I mean, even you can even pick yeah, Ireland, right? So what happened? Well, no, what happens is um, when I was growing up, my 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 parents were very religious, um, and that my. I kind of, I always liked sports. I I've always liked sports. I never was able. I was I wasn't allowed to play it at school because of that. Um, but you know, as as you become an adult, you start doing your own decisions in life. And um, 
have a, a, a close buddy of mine that uh, was really into sports, so he was kind of my out, out, out plug or outlook of certain things. And he showed me a lot of history about, you know, how football was developed and, and to understand a lot about it. Uh, and besides football, I do have a lot of passion for baseball. Uh, even though my dad doesn't like it, I, I enjoy baseball so much. Um, and why I wear the shirt, I've been criticized a lot because I do have a lot of South American friends. I have a good friend of mine named Edwin. He's from Ecuador. And he, take, he, he makes fun of me sometimes, but it's okay. And I have another, another <laughs> friend named Steve. He's like, dude, you have all the dreams in the world. And I'm like, yeah. And I told Steve, like, dude, that's just because I, I do have a lot of jerseys. I have an Argentina jersey because, you know, if Argentina's playing – you know, a, a, a European team, I'll, I'll throw on the Argentina shirt. I'm not the root for South America. But in the end of the day, I do feel like a little bit more Mexican than anything, to be honest, because, I, again, I was married to a, a person of, a, you know, a, a Mexican girl and that uh, was very, you know, uh, formed a lot of my, of who I, I became. And I, I have a lot of love for that country, a lot of love for the culture. I, I, I do, I do. And, uh, I, I wear it with pride. You know, when these guys put it, I put my, I buy the, the latest one. I wear it when I go with these guys. And I mean, you know, I, I know the songs. I, I kind of just go with it. And, uh, but I'm going to be honest, you know, hopefully the, the Mexico plays Colombia in the next couple of months and all this kind of clears up. I will oh, be wearing my yeah, my yeah. yellow jersey. I told the guys already. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be the only one standing out. Yeah, yeah. It's bright yellow. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna be a good one. <laughs> Hold on, me and Wendy. She's from Ecuador. We're both wearing yellow. She's traveling with me, and we're gonna both be wearing our yellow jerseys. But we'll be with Man. all our friends. So uh, I, I, I don't want... know. If I can wash some beer, I'm okay with that. You know, I, I, just gotta, <laughs> I gotta go back yeah. to my roots, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cody's gonna be there. Bravo's gonna be there. A few of us plan to go to that game if it goes as scheduled. I'll probably if I'm if it goes on schedule and I'm approved, I'll be on the field taking pictures. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna make sure I get a group picture of everybody, but I'm gonna delete um Abel and you. You're gonna Photoshop them out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna Photoshop them out. You're gonna have to delete Abel and Wendy because we'll be the only ones wearing jerseys. Yellow jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to like, do, like color and green. Them and put in, yeah, yeah. I'll do something. I'm pretty good with Photoshop. Well, that's the that's the thing I like about about soccer, right? Is it's like you you know we we have those rivalries. We can always give each other a hard time. Um, you know that, that's not not only with the national teams, but even like the local teams, right? And and the club teams, right? So yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, me and Ivan talk a lot about America Chivas all the time, dude. We're never, you know, we're never gonna get, we're never gonna get along in that round. That's the only thing I, you know, I can't stand from the guy. Oh, you know? speaking speaking <laughs> of America, speaking of America, um, uh, and that's yellow too. America, yeah, he gave me an America jersey from way back in the day. Like I have some dope America jerseys. Yeah, he gave me one from way back, like the Saga days. What the saga? Did. Yeah, that's way back then, man. Yeah, he gave me a dope. I, I, I haven't used. Honestly, I've never worn it. I'm waiting to wear it when I actually attend an America game. I haven't gone to Mexico to actually. I want to wear it actually in El Azteca. I've yeah. gone to see America here like a couple of times right here in Tijuana. And every time they play here in LA, Mexico plays a friendly. So I'm always out of town when they play. But when I go to Azteca, I'm going to wear that that's, jersey. That's the way to do it, though, man. That's a great way to, you know, to try to just, you know. Display it, you know. You know what I mean, Ivan's a big America fan, and you know what? You think about Santos. You know, I have a lot of jerseys from the old school, and you know, I have a lot of love for the Mexican league. I mean, they, they, you know, they a lot of great, great South Americans that come through there, like Franco Viejo, 
Miguel Cadero, you know, Frosino. So these, all these guys play at some point in, in Mexico, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, so like, you know, like, uh, like I remember, like even, even Ecuadorians, like Aguinaga, Aguinaga was a great midfielder. He played forever for Necaxa, you know, and even Agustin Delgado, all those guys that, that are from South America at some point played in the Mexico. So I do have a jersey that I purchased, and I and I have that jersey for a while, and I don't haven't worn it. I know Ivan wears a lot of jerseys. I'm like, you know what? Someone has to enjoy it. Go for it, you know. So oh, yeah. you you see what I mean? Z? He knows football. He, know, he knows football. So let me ask Abel, what's uh? So what what team would you what team do you follow from Liga MX? Which one would be the team that you're like? You know what? This team is special to me. Uh, you know what? It, it's gonna shock a lot of people, but um, I actually have a lot of love for Guadalajara. Um, uh, just guy, because of the culture. The hold on, hold on. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, don't interrupt. The, the, the guy, the guy knows what he's talking about. Leave him alone. Him there was a, there was a lot. There was a time where Atlas was my favorite team because it had a lot of young players like you know Rodriguez, you know all the you know Marquez. That team that they, they were so young, so naive, and were playing outstanding and went to the final and lost against Toluca, but. You know, it, it, I really follow Atlas for a long time. And I was talking to Fulio about this this past weekend about, like, you know, there's a great team like Tecos in Guadalajara. They have a, a good team when uh, Loco Abreu was there. So it, it, I like Guadalajara. If, if, if it comes down to it, yeah, I'll probably wear an Atlas shirt or even a, a Chivas shirt. They don't talk to me anymore. Foodie, let's talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like when you throw curveballs at that, man. Honestly, I'm like, ooh, I don't know, man. This guy seems like he's kind of going to one side of, uh, you know, the the spectrum of the teams, and then he surprised me. I like it. I like it. All right. I have a whole different perspective of Abel now. Foodie, let's talk about your USC. What's your team, man? What's your your League IMAX team? Well, to to be honest, I don't really follow uh, Liga Mexicana. My... My dad's from Jalisco, so he's a, a Chivas fan, obviously. But I never really got into it. I'm mostly of a, the national team. Mm-hmm. So every time they would yeah. they would play since the World Cups and all that, since I was a little kid, I remember that. But as far as the uh, Liga Mexicana, I never really got into it. I mean, I know the teams, but I never really got like, oh, this is my favorite team. I choose this. So I, I was never really into it. Okay. Yeah, to me, it's always enough. like the national team. Yeah. yeah, no problem, that, man. So we can we, we still have a chance to persuade him, dude. He, well, for he, real, he, he's kind of leaning towards Guadalajara. I know that, so that's good. Couple of things I respect Fudi because he cheers for USC. I don't really like Trojan fans, but he graduated from USC. Just so you guys know, well, that makes. And sense. I met I, and I met Fudi through a PVA uh, event that we had, like a viewing party. He took his dad that time at Fudi a couple years ago in April. I think it was April third or April second. Uh, hey, you, have, you have a you have a good memory because I don't even remember what what we oh. was, but I remember meeting you at Don Chente. Yeah, but I don't yeah. remember the date exactly. Yeah, it was April second or third. I don't remember the exact date, but I know it was April twenty eighteen. That's how I met Foodie. And the crazy thing is that he's a Niners fan too, and he actually knows another guy that I know. Well, his name is Trayvon, but we call him Trey. I was just messaging him the other day. We were talking about the Niners and how the season's gonna go on because they're still charging us our season ticket prices every month. And we don't even know the season's going to go on anyways. Yeah. That's how I met Foodie, and he knows a few, like, uh, that guy that I know, Trey, which is pretty cool. It's just, like, crazy how small the sports world is. Like, you know this person, you know this person. Yeah. And, yeah, that's how I met Foodie, and I've kept in touch with him ever since, and look at us now. We're inseparable.
There you go, man. So <laughs> when you guys when you guys met and everything, were you um you know they introduced him to PVA there during that time, or did um you know how did that how did that come about that you know both of you guys joined PVA LA? Um, I actually heard it through Bravo. He sent me a a message like a forward through the through Instagram. It's like oh go. It was uh, nearby where the where my parents live. It was in a Don the Don Chente's Don Chente. Bar Grill and yeah, in HP. Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I. I have, cause he, oh, that's another thing about me. Every time I've been to a Mexico game, I always take my dad because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't know any of this. So because of him, I know all the Mexican players and the sport and all that because he's the only one that would get me into it and I know everything about. So um, so that day, I asked him, you want to go watch the game? I'm like, sure. So then that's how, that's how I met Ivan that, that time at the Don Chentes. Yeah, and we chose Don Chente because we didn't think a lot of people were actually going to go because it was a Tuesday. So I was like, oh, we need a small spot because a lot of people don't go out to events on Tuesday. And, man, like, I felt bad because there was people standing. A couple of people left, I know, because there was no more space. That was, I mean, it's a good thing a lot of people showed up, but... And for what I remember, I don't know, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, Ivan, but I remember that, that day I introduced myself and I said, hey, what's up, it's Lewis. And he kind of was like, fuck, who are you? So then I had to say my <laughs> stupid Instagram name. Hey, I'm Mr. Foodie. He's like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm like, yeah. Oh, like, no, I, I, and, and I say that, too, because, like, you know, I, I meet a lot of people through Instagram because of the sports groups, like the Niners group, the Dodgers group, and then, like, PBA. And a lot of people that you meet, sometimes they don't have their official name on Instagram. Like, uh, uh, Foodie is one of them. Like, how many, Foodie, honestly, how many people call you by your first name besides work and your family? Uh, nobody. I have to save my damn Instagram name. That's like, oh, okay. You yeah, see? You, are. you see? That's what I mean. Like, everybody <laughs> so knows I, I him kinda, like that. So I had to introduce myself like that. I think he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember you. I was like, oh, fuck. I guess, you know? <laughs> and I, I didn't mean it like that. Louis was uh, ringing a bell to him, you know? Yeah, and, and, I had, and, and, I, and at that time, we were kind of um, bringing, not bringing, but a lot of new people were coming in, like, to our events. So with that being said, I have to, like, get acclimated to all the new people that were coming in and things like that. And I don't like to, when I talk to people personally, I don't like to call them. I mean, I give people nicknames myself, but I feel out of respect, I like to call people by their first names, like, when it comes to some serious matters or what have you. Um, as you know, I call Bravo. Everybody calls him Bravo. Footy. Abel's Abel, but he's just he's Abel. Abel's Abel. But, <laughs> Abel's Abel. Yeah, no, yeah, normally I give, I like to have, like, nicknames for people. But I like to know their names as well. It's just something that my dad taught me. Like, I know my, that my dad's the same way. So spe- speaking of, of nicknames, though, Foodie, how did, I mean, I mean, based on your Instagram and the pictures you post, it's kind of obvious, but how did that, how did it even start, man? How did you even get that <laughs> name? And Oh, man, this started, I want to say, eight years ago or more. This is back in the Facebook days. I didn't even have uh, Instagram. So at that time, I was, I had a roommate, and I was posting, a lot of stuff on uh on Facebook, same same stuff, food or whatever. So then a lot of people were at, were were asking me, how come you don't have a uh, Instagram? I was like, no, it's too much social media for me. I just want to stick to one thing. So little by little, people started telling me, telling me more that you should get one, you should get one. So then you know what? Finally, I'll get one, and I couldn't come up with the name. I was like, well, what am I gonna put? I I don't know. I just want to keep it basic. So then my roommate at the time, he's like, you should just put Mr. Foodie because you post food. I'm like, all right. All right, I'll, I'll stick to that, and I stuck to that ever since. So 
So that's that's and, the name. And then people just cut off Mister and just call me Foodie. And then I would run into people like uh, the most funniest story I remember is from a a, a Dodger game. And I guess this person <laughs> this person did know my name. But I don't know why he decided to call him by my Instagram name. So I passed by. He's like, hey, what's up, Mr. Foodie? I was like, oh, my God. So I kind of like, yeah. Like, yeah, no, I kind of like waved my hand. Like, hey, what's up? I was like, you know, you know my name. Don't call me that in public. You know? <laughs> and, and everybody knows him as Foodie. Even Abel, he's like, hey, this is my son, Foodie. Everybody knows him as Foodie. <laughs> Oh, that's that's a different. That's a whole different story. Here. <laughs> this is my son. Yeah. yeah well, well, the thing is that you know, I'm a, I'm I, I'm older than Lewis, and and we take pictures, and and people are asking me, or him, or I, whatever. Hey, was that your dad, or was that your son? And I'm like, yeah, he's on social media, friend. So we just went with it. That's all his yeah. man. Yeah, if you hang out with if you if you hang out with us, ever like Bravo, there's some other guy, the homie Chet, Mariachi Loco, dude, all laughs, all ten. We can eat, man. Like, hey, hey, true story. The other day, not too long ago, actually, that was the last time we got together. My car was overheating, and I needed a new alternator. We went to get Korean barbecue, and it's rare. I don't know about you guys, but it's rare when you stay there the total max amount of time. They give you like two hours. We we actually (laughs) got to that capacity. Z, like, after a while, that guy's like, hey, you know what, your time limit's up. He goes, I can't get you any more food, but I can get you guys more drinks and your dessert. We were there the entire two hours just ordering food, food after round after round. We can eat. It was like we can eat, man. So let, let me ask you this. I mean, last time I had it, um talking to Ivan, you guys were talking about a taco place in Arizona that you couldn't think of the name, but he said Foodie would know. Oh, you, Foodie, you know that place that we went to. The place that we went to, remember, we went to Arizona to see a Dodger last year. You guys went again, I think. And we, we stopped by when we were driving back to L.A. And, and uh, we found a good taco spot. What's the name of that spot? That place is called... I can't I can't think of the that, name right now, but I'm like on, taco, on my Instagram. That got one. I know what it's called. Kulichi. Kulichi. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh. I'm looking at it right now because I had to look through the page. I'm like, okay. What is yeah, it called again? Tacos Kulichi in Phoenix. Taco Kulichi, yeah. huh? Yeah, no, it's good. For Arizona tacos, are good. <laughs> well, yeah, Arizona doesn't have a lot of good tacos, man. So the fact yeah, that you, yeah, no, you no. and this is this is why you need a, a friend like Foodie, man. You need a Foodie in, oh, your, yeah. in your circle because that way, when you travel, if they've been well, somewhere, they can recommend some spots. Yeah, or hit them up. Oh, yeah. Foodie's been he's been to a lot of places, and he and he's not scared to try different types of food. Me, I see him. It doesn't look good at that. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something about Foodie. You know, I do travel with him a lot to USC games. So three, usually three at the end of the year. Besides the larger stuff we do, but he goes into detail. He has like a list when we when we ever we go to Utah. He has a list like, and it, the first time I went with him, like he we were sitting down and you know having breakfast, a great place and down in Portland. And he's looking at his phone. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Oh, I'm 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 already getting ready for lunch." I'm like, "Dude, nice. we just not even finished breakfast. <laughs> what are you looking for?" No, but he had it all down to science. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll do this. We'll do this, and then we'll go to lunch. And then what? I'm like, wow, he really does take really serious. But all the spots, he has never steered me wrong. I'm gonna say that. That's awesome, man. Yeah, That's good. Me, he has a few times. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna need that name. So after we're done here, man, I want you to uh, text the name of that taco place. So I'm gonna go check it out once this uh this yeah, craziness goes on. It's pretty good, and it, 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 the pastor is good, and everybody does that pastor a little different. 
Yeah. Actually, right now, after we're done with this, I'm going to go to Jason's Tacos, a dollar Taco Tuesday today. That's um, right. Food, yeah. Foodie knows where it's at. I think I'm going to go after we're done right here. But, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It, 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 a lot of people go al pastor, and most of them are pretty good, but it's hard to find places that they got like, oh, damn, these al pastor tacos yeah. are pretty good. And at that spot, they were pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Arizona, we don't have a lot of those. I mean, where I guess we're most known for carne asada, just because of the, you know, the, the proximity of Sonora. Sonora is mostly carne asada. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I'm going to, dude, I'm going to check it out. And then once I do, I'll, I'll talk about it, Foodie, better. I'll, I'll give my review. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and just yeah. so you guys know, Foodie, Foodie is, he's like a hardcore USC Trojan. He goes to a bunch of USC games. He still has hope that they're going to be good one day, which is false hope, you know, pipe dreams, pipe dreams. Uh, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to hope for that, dude. I want them to stay where they're at, dude. My, my, my Sun Devils need to start improving because they never, they never oh, do anything good, bro. That's even worse. <laughs> but, yeah, he goes to a bunch of games. Check out his Instagram. They went. Where did you guys go? He went to Washington. They went to Notre Dame. Uh, they went to Utah. Uh, or uh, Oregon. Yeah, he went to Oregon. And uh, this yeah. thing, it, Oregon has some he, great food spots too, man. So the fact he, that he you know, he, they, yeah. and he would always invite me, but they already know I never like miss my forty nine games. Doesn't matter what, unless it's like life or death, which is, like I don't hope it doesn't happen. I never miss my nine games, no matter what. Talk, you know, we're talking about traveling. We're talking about places, and you know, but the UFC. But let's talk about the the Mexico side of it, man. Um, let's go with Abel. Um, Abel, do you have any like game? You know, you talked about how you got introduced to it. You really like Mexico soccer. Um, is there a game that stands out to you that you're like, this is a memorable game? Well, back in the early 2000s, I actually went to the Coliseum to watch Mexico play Argentina, and it just so happened that uh, they took a picture and I still have that Opidio picture and we were on, my, me and my buddies were on the cover. That was just a game because of that. But I want to say something about PVA that I want people to, to know. You know, it, it is a big family. Uh, the first game that I, I went to that made it memorable was because they introduced me to Lulu and Lulu was so nice to us. She shared, uh, accommodated us on the, on, she drove over there. Um, and she was very, very nice to me and Louis. And Louis and I would never really met her till that day. And I don't know how Louis takes on it, but uh, it was a close. Once we got there and everybody introduced each other, it was like a, like everyone knew each other. And I was thinking maybe it's just because uh, maybe they knew each other, but no. Like I, I last year we went to Seattle, and there was a you know another PVA uh, member out there, and um, Jose Alvarado. Mm-hmm. Jose, and he came yep, down. My boy. Yeah. He, and he came down, and we were, and Lewis and uh, Foodie and I were down there for a USC game, which had nothing to do with the PVA, but he came and he gave us a ride. He, he took us to a couple of great bars. And that's what I'm saying. It's a great community to be part of. You can feel the love, and no matter who they are. And this is the first time I met Jose, and uh, the first time I met they were like, I've known him forever. And that's something yeah. very rare nowadays. Yeah, Foodie hit the nail in the coffin with that one. I'm sorry, Abel, you hit the nail in the coffin with that one, because it's true. Even um, for Jose, a couple of years ago when I was out there with my parents, I went to see the Dodgers play in Seattle. And my parents, for some reason, they never, they, they rarely eat, I mean, they do eat Mexican food, but you know, when you're out of town, you kind of crave it more than usual. So we landed late, Z and Foodie and Abel. We landed in Seattle like at 10. By the time we got out, got the rental. He's like, hey, I saw that you're here. And I told him, hey, where's a good spot to eat? And he took us to a spot to eat, and it was like after midnight. Um, in Seattle, and the tortas and tacos were actually pretty good. 
So yeah, yeah shout out to Jose out there in Seattle. Keep holding it down, and I know it's tough because there isn't too, there aren't too many Mexicans out there, but he's yeah. doing his thing over there. Yeah, we definitely got to get and, him on. We got to get him on for the next. We got to get yeah. him on as well, man. Definitely. I know yeah, he has a story yeah, about the whole, um, you know, GoFundMe and trying to, you know, get. Oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, that's but that, that's true. That's true. That PVA team, um, able hit it. Um, I mean, stuff happens here and there between like just different people, but for the most part, yeah, everybody's pretty cool. They cheer. Everybody like. I think the common denominator is everybody just likes to get together and have fun. Yeah. Even the, like I said before in different podcasts, there's different levels of like fanaticism. Like there's just people that just like to go and Mexico plays. There's people that just like to go because they like to party and to drink. And there's hardcore people that actually know names, not just like the jersey, like Abel that can rep and give you like just names besides having fun. Then I think all that brings everybody together just to have fun. I think that's the main part of PBA. Just get together, have fun, avoid the drama. Yep, yep. And it's all about it. getting together, man. Having a good time. Um, Foodie, yeah. is there a, is there a game that you sends out to you? It has to be the one at AT and T Stadium, Mexico. Uh, oh, that was, was last it? year against uh, Venezuela, I think. No, no, it was Venezuela. That was Ecuador. Uh, oh, Ecuador! You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I was I, like, I, no, I, no, been, no, yeah. I, I was been. drunk. I was yeah. drunk. I know you felt me, Ivan. You felt me. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I, I'm excused because I never drink, and that day I was drinking. <laughs> oh, no, I'm I, playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I was working that game. I was working that game. I was Ivan, working. I, you gotta let you gotta hey, let Abel's to son, dude. You gotta let Abel's son finish what he has to say, dude. All right, go ahead, Foodie. Yeah, sorry, sorry <laughs> Mijo. Sorry, Mijo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna t- you know, you know, he has a social media mom too. <laughs> he does. <laughs> What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> Wendy, Wendy claimed them already too. tell us why that game. Yeah. Okay, so um, because actually that wasn't my first game, but my first game, I'm going back, but this is the one. Uh, that's actually how I met uh Bravo was at the Mexico versus the one in San Diego. Oh, that was the year Three, ago. Three years ago. It was. It was. It was Salvador. Yes. Hey, Z, uh, last one. Sorry, I'm, uh, last time I cut you off, Woody. That's true because for that, <laughs> no, for that, um, PBA had an event with PBA San Diego that day, and it was so freaking hot. I swear it was so freaking hot that I showed up late to the tailgate for that game. I was actually at a pool party, and then I went to to the to meet everybody with PBA. Ah, okay. And that was your first experience, there, Foodie, with PBA. What what were your impressions, man? What did you think? Oh man, I, I loved it. I was like, man, you know what? I need to come. I need to show up to the rest of the game. So then after that, I believe it was a Rose Bowl against Jamaica. Probably. Yes. Am I correct again? Yes. Yes. And then after that, um, well, the Dallas one. To me, that that was that's the one that stood out the most. I guess just because the crowd seemed more hyped up or was bigger than the other ones. But that, to me, that was the best one. So hey, really, this 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 transition real quick, guys. I know that um, you know, we uh, we're talking about these memories, but dude, right now there's a lack of of sports, man. I mean, I don't know how you guys are surviving, but I want to get your take, man. How how are you guys doing with with this, you know, with this whole, you know, being locked down and having all the sports just shut down right now, dude? How are you guys surviving? Because it seems like we're all hardcore sports fans, man. So let's start off with uh with uh, Ivan. How are you holding up, man? Man, it's tough. I'm pretty sure you guys know that I work to travel to see all the sporting events as I can. 
because it's kind of expensive. Uh, it's been an adjustment, to be honest. I mean, I'm still working my night job. I'm not working my, like, regular teacher job because, well, yeah, we're in mm-hmm. quarantine. But it's been an adjustment. I'm seeing a lot of different, like, te- like just catching up on reading, a lot of movies. Uh, I don't know how else to put it. It's tough. I haven't, honestly, I haven't even watched Sports Center or anything like that in a while because it just keeps showing replays of different things and it's kind of like I remember that I remember that yeah and it's it's different it's not it's not I don't know it feels eerie to be honest not having sports around I don't know how yeah foodie and uh Abel are coping with it how are you guys coping with it um for me actually it hasn't kicked in yet because um home opener I mean uh the opening has hasn't happened yet so once Thursday hits then I'll be like oh man now it feels weird you know yeah, what about about you, the, talk about the Dodger opener. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. This week yeah, it was exactly. supposed to be this week. Well, it's weird because in Arizona we have spring training too, and it just right in the middle of spring training, it just you know got shut down, dude. So it's just weird for us here not 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 seeing it through, and and seeing that whole pageantry right from spring training to transition to opening opening see opening um, day and all that, dude. It's it's weird. Yeah, especially because they canceled the Mexico games, and I was working like covering the MLS games. Yeah. So when they announced like the suspension of those, I was like, "Oh shoot!" Getting yeah. kind of... I mean, it hit us. I think it hit everybody when they suspended the NBA games, the NBA season. Or I think that was the biggest one. I, I think say. that was the biggest yeah. one, right? And after that, Especially, everything started, like, I, started following. I, I, I do feel bad for Lakers fans because Lakers have been in the cellar for a minute, and like the season that they turn it around, it's kind of like no NBA. And then for MLS, it's kind of like LA was kind of like last year they were in the hunt, and then Seattle upset them the last. So they like this is going to be our year. Yeah, they got up to a good start. They beat Cruz Azul. I'm sorry, they they beat um, Leon. San, Leon, and then they were going to play Cruz Azul, and yeah. then everything was it's kind of like on hold. So it's kind of yeah, like yeah. that's when it hit me. I was like, God damn, this is kind of getting yeah. kind of serious. I don't yeah. know about Abel. How are you feeling, Abel? Not, Abel uh, well, um, hey, but but actually, Abel, 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 actually before you start. Hey, well, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Actually, now, now that Ivan brings up that whole um, the soccer thing, I actually got oh, I had right. planned. Yeah, I just forgot about that. I was supposed to go to Oaxaca and Distrito Federal, so I was going to go for. Uh, originally, I'm, I was going to go to Oaxaca for a half marathon. Um, it got canceled because of the virus. Uh-huh. I was going to go to the LAFC versus um, Cruz Azul at the Azteca canceled as well wow and i was gonna go to america and i think leon i was gonna go to that one and everything got canceled so it kind of like it kind of did affect on on that end the soccer did me a lot because i had all these plans and it just got ruined so, yeah dude it's like it's yeah. back to back to back dude those are really big plans too man yeah. Virus, man. man, all right. Abel, what about you, man? How you feeling? How you coping? Well, you know what? Um, I was I was lucky enough to start off my year and gone to, I went to spring training. I was there at the first game, even though it was raining and you know, they, they beat the Giants and you know, I, I baseball is one of my biggest things too. But um I, I you know, I do right now I, I do have uh, a daughter, two daughters that live with me. And uh, so I, I did. I do a lot of reading, and I knew that um, there's an article that said that the unemployment rate was going to hit uh, almost at 30% by the end of March, yeah. which actually e- equals more than the Great Depression. Wow. Um, you know, and that was really – and, and even in the Great Depression, they still had sports. 
So that was a way to kind of vent out your frustration mm-hmm. what was going on around you. And these guys were playing literally for nothing. Um, but now we don't even have that. And I think sport is something big for everybody because it's, uh, it's one of those things that you do right after work. You know, you're like, okay, I'm done being an adult. I'm done. Now I could go and just be me. I could be that 12 year old guy that goes to the ballpark or the soccer match or whatever. Uh, but now that that's not even there, I, I, you know, I do a lot of personal reading. Um, you know, I play board games with my daughters, um, yeah. uh, stuff that I, I kind of try to do here at home. There's a lot of entertainments on Netflix, the internet. I try to keep the day busy, but in the mornings I still operate like I'm at my work. I do certain things. I already have a routine down. And then after the 12 o'clock, I kind of just see what my daughters are doing. And that's the way I've been coping with it and hoping that, uh, this whole thing will just blow over at the end of the month or next month whenever and everybody could go back to, yeah. to hey, their man, lives. I just brush my hands. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> brush wash my hands. hands more often. I just wash my hands more often. That's all I do. But yeah. this guy, Abel and Footy, they're breaking the freaking rules. They told us in LA, do not go out, stay in for only for necessities, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, these guys are going hiking every day. Every day. As long as they're not touching each other, man, that's that's fine. Well, dude, they hug each other and they take selfies and everything. <laughs> they're going to have to spread the virus. We're supposed to be like, <laughs> we're, supposed to be, we're supposed to be at home so we could prevent all this, so we could start getting more sports venues, guys. Yeah, so we can get back to life, being, man. Stop being well, selfish. You know, no, no, no. Here, here's the thing. I, I, li- I live in Ontario. I'm not in LA County. I'm considered Riverside County, and I'm not... I am not just downplaying what Ivan just said. It is very true. Uh, I did go out <laughs> hiking with Lewis and, and some of you know to other people, and, and you yeah. know we just you know we 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 did take me and Lewis did take a photo together to mess with Ivan because I know that it takes them off this kind of stuff. Hey, we did as long as you guys stuff. don't do yeah, hey, hey as long as you guys don't do what those people in Florida were doing partying, spring breakers, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no, come no, on, no. man. I just brush my hands. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> brush wash my hands more often. I just wash my hands more often. That's all I do. And that's what I'm, you know what, and I got a little back. I got a little back flash because of that. But it's like <laughs> I honestly, stay, I honestly stay home a lot. You know, I, during the week I'm home all day. I don't. Re- I only go out to you know the necessities: buy this, put gas, pick up that. Uh, sure, and that's buddy. it. And then I'm back home. I just brush my hands. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> brush wash my hands. hands more often. I just wash my hands more often. That's all I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but it's hard though. It hard. Is hard. I, it I is think hard. for footy too. I think for all of us. I mean, I'm a home guy. I don't mind staying home. But even during these times, I like kind of damn it. I want to just go for a walk, and it, it's not. Maybe just staying home. It, I think it's, we just need to get out. Sometimes. And and it feels good. Dude. Have you been you've been cooped up in a while, dude? Once you step outside, it's like, man, this is freaking nice. You know, feeling that sun or the breeze or whatever. You're just like, dude, this is this feels really good. You know. Hey, um, Cody, how do you feel about being confined? Because I know you're never like to be. Yeah, confined. he's he's a runner. But but see, oh, this is what I have for to make everybody feel better. The hiking trail me and Abel went was actually not as bad as the. Uh, the other uh, hiking trails like Rain Canyon, um, Griffith Park, that place, from what I saw on the news or people posting, that place was packed. Yeah. And the oh, hiking trail that we went, it was pretty, not, it was pretty lonely, not that bad. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I didn't feel as bad. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I just, but I have to give them a hard time. You just, just want to avoid, you just want to avoid people. I mean, don't be around a lot of people. That's all I'm at. Yeah. People yeah. are crowded. I just give them like, a hard dude. time. They could jump off a cliff for all I care. I'm just giving them a hard time. <laughs> 
and wow. and since we can't <laughs> and since we can't be in big big groups anymore, I mean, I I still go run run around the block. I mean, nothing big, just like three miles. Yeah, just to keep keep myself active because I can't just be laying in in bed and collecting dust. You know, I have to yeah. have to do something. And, I you know, you know, it's true. Footy's right. Like, I see a lot of people, because where I live, right here across the cemetery, there's a, a jogging path. And LA is like a big city. It's not like everybody's going to hunker down unless it's like martial law or something. It's going to be hard to get rid because a lot of people have to work. A lot of people just want to get out. A lot of people need to get out. Just even for a walk or for a run, I don't think it's that bad. Um, it just it just the way it is. LA is so populated numbers wise that people are gonna get out sooner or later. It's gonna happen. There's yeah. no it's almost impossible to keep everybody indoors here. I just brush my hands. Uh yeah, but like <laughs> brush wash my hands. hands more often. I just wash my hands more often. That's all I do. Yeah. Well I mean yeah, I, I was there. Like they talk about that cemetery right in that area, right? By um yeah. and all that. Yeah. Exactly. So speaking yeah. of that, dude, how how are, how are they doing, dude? Are they doing okay? Cinco puntos? Because, you know they, they have yeah. a special place Cinco in my heart. Man. Is good. Yeah, actually my dad works there and thank God that he hasn't lost any like work hours and they've been their regular hours. They they just they can't eat there like we ate there. Yeah, he's gotta, pick, gotta, he's gotta pick it up to and go. go. Yeah. Yeah, but they're still open regular hours, they're closed on Wednesdays. Um, and once again, if anybody's ever in LA, let me know. I'll treat you guys with some tacos right there. Yeah. But yeah, they're still functioning. Even that spot that I put in, that spot that you like to go to, that Viteria across the street from Cinco Puntos, that's a good place to go Villalobos, yeah. These yeah, yeah, they're, their, uh, yeah they're still there. Actually, I walked over the other day to get some tacos right there because those tacos are bomb. Yeah. Um, I'm going to check If you're ever back in LA, you have to try that video place right down the street yeah. from. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. house, I'm, take, I'm taking notes, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna be reaching out to you now, man. I I haven't I haven't yeah. had some good good places, but having a having a foodie, heck yeah, dude. I gotta have a foodie Food, in my life. Foodie, foodie. <laughs> no, I, I I know some good taco spots, not all of them, because there's so many in LA. It's like impossible to keep up with all of them. Yeah. But foodie knows places aside from tacos. I know I know steak. I love steak. I know a bunch of steak places like, but foodie knows just from everything to everything and. Yeah. And just so you know, uh, Z, um, I don't know if you know, but Abel said that he lives in Ontario. That's mm-hmm. about 40, 45 minutes outside the city of LA. Yeah, it's a, it's a hike, dude. And with traffic, I can imagine it just gets crazy. Abel, Abel made a good point, though, dude. I want to just close out with this and really just kind of get your take on this, though, man. He talked about, you know, the Great Depression and how sports was still going on, and that's what kept people, you know, it's a, it's a good out, right? It's a good distraction of yeah. what's going on. We don't have that right now, but what do you do? You think that sports is gonna change after all this, man? Do you think it's gonna be? Are we gonna go back to normal, or do you think there's gonna be some something that's gonna change in the way we either you know see sports, watch sports, uh, the way sports are run? Do you think this is gonna affect anything long term? Let me let me ask Abel. What do you think, man? Uh, well, I think like every everything that you know, there's you know pros and cons. Um, I don't think on on the fan base is gonna change i think you know most of us are going to be out there like we were you know my calendar even before this broke down had a lot of dates already that i you know the dodgers bobblehead the mexico plane columbia we we had dates already and i think those hopefully those are still going to be in play but when it comes to the fan base i don't know about the actual if it's gonna i i just think it might be a, a little bit someone my friend today was telling me um emma was asking me what do you think about how how when things open up again i'm like you know, you might be right. It might be a flush of people going out there uh, because everybody wants to go. You know, everybody mm-hmm. wants to be they miss back it. to the routine. I think, I think that's going to be the major impact of 
a, a bigger crowd maybe mm-hmm. uh, to the events. Maybe that might be it. But I, in, in all, I think it's a good thing. So you think that, you know, with, let's say, if it worst case scenario, there, there is a recession or people, you know, a lot of the layoffs, um, you know, I know for, for the, the, the real big fans, you'll find a way. But let's say like the average fans, man, I th- uh, do you feel there's going to be a drop off? I think there might be a drop off is my take. man. That was, that was a good question. Z. I was about to ask him that like a lot of us are not working. And yeah, they're going to send you like a measly thousand bucks. But um, I don't know how people are going to be able to go out and travel or attend games if they're not working. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they have to get like financially set, pay the bills, and then everybody will catch up. And that depends. Yeah. Hopefully, ticket prices and resale, because as it is in LA, like resale tickets are super expensive. Like, I want to know how it's going to be. Like, I, I see Abel's enthusiasm because I'm like, God, and I need sports back in my life where I'm going to yeah. like, go crazy. But at the same time, like the economy, like his statistics with the unemployment, if people aren't working, how are they going to get the funds to go to sporting events? Unless we do, we sign a contract with the devil and we start using our credit cards, which is not a good yeah. idea to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a tough thing to. But that's, that's what most people are going to, I believe they're going to end up doing. Yeah. They're going to uh, put in the credit card and start charging it just to get, get that fix of sports. Yeah, yeah. charge it to the card. Worry about it later. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I, I which is not a good thing. And that's it's the thing, you know. The thing about you know sports, you know, a lot of people see it. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a luxury. It's entertainment. You know, it's not a necessity. But dude, for a lot of us, it's like it's a part of our life, right? Like it's yeah, like we can't live without it. So to your point, was that Foodie who said that about the credit card? I mean, that yeah. I, I can see that happening. There's gonna be definitely those fans that do that, but there's also gonna be the ones that don't. So I think I don't know how that's gonna affect ticket prices, man. I mean, I, do you feel that? It's I hope be, that they don't go up. Cause I, I, that's my fear. Well, I hope well, they no, go down. <laughs> I, I I don't think I I think it, it, uh, looking at it as uh, you know the where the buck stops. I think the organizations and I've seen this already with, for example, you know, there's companies like, for example, the gas company right now saying, you know, guys, don't worry about it. Um, you don't have to pay your gas for a bid. We're gonna we're gonna hold off for the next sixty days. I got a, a letter through my, you know, through email. Then my mortgage yeah. company also said the same thing. Hey, I know this is happening. We could delay three months. They already sent me my paperwork for that. So hopefully the organizations that, you know, like the Dodgers, the, the, the federations out there recognize that. Like those are great talking points. How do we get people back in when a lot of them are in this recession has hit everybody, yeah. you know, like the small businesses and all those people that are suffering because, you know, the, it's a trickle effect. It goes around and, and, and it involves everyone. Hopefully they recognize that and maybe they have some events that are very affordable for everybody just to go back and restart this again. So, you know, what's, uh, you know hopefully. What scares me about that, that's a great point, man. I, I see where you're coming from. It's going to, you know, you're trying to get people back in the in the seats, you know, get the fan base back and, and figure out a great way to, you know, market and promote it. But then you're thinking about these these uh, teams are businesses, right? They're not making any money right now. I mean, I mean, we're, we're yeah. probably talking about millions of dollars they're, they're losing every single day right so i mean they need to they need to start making money too so it's kind of that balance right like a, how, how long can it go with giving you know getting people in the doors and, and giving them reduced prices yeah. you know and, uh, and I'm, I'm curious that, i think i think the big markets will survive for example like if they resume the nba i think in la it's like like i said just the population they'll be okay i think it's just like the nba mm-hmm. like the little cities like oklahoma 
like little towns like that. Um, like just same thing as small businesses, like the big corporations, like your Pizza Hut, your Domino's, and all that. They could probably survive, take a loss or whatever. But the it's the little people, the little businesses that are taking like the biggest hit. But we gotta be positive. We're gonna get through this. I have toilet paper for everybody. If you guys need some. Oh, dude, watch and, out! Um, You're gonna have all of LA coming to your doors, bro. <laughs> dude, I, ha- I have it, I have it stashed. They won't find it. But yeah, um, <laughs> I, I think they I think, already know uh, you live close to the cemetery. They just need an address. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Every, 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 everybody, everybody's dying to get to to Ivan's house, right? Dude, I, you know, I, I, there's a backstory to why I have so much toilet paper and water. It goes way back, but I have honestly, I have like, oh man, I'm not lying to you. Like, if I count the rolls like in person, I probably have about I, I just, 300 I just, rolls I just, of toilet I just paper. Picture Ivan like Tony, he's, he's Tony, Tony Montana, full with uh, his money, dude. He's got toilet paper. He's one of the ones that bought the toilet paper and left nothing for anybody. Yeah, he's yeah, one. Of, you, have, you're the reason have, why everybody's the, yeah, the lack of it. And I have hand yeah. sanitizer and I have like a lot of water bottles, but. <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah, if everybody needs toilet paper or really wants some tacos, you guys know where to come when you're <laughs> in they, LA. And, and they go hand in hand too, so that's good. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I so think I, I think 2020 is gonna be like a year nobody's ever gonna forget. It's after already like happened. that. Yeah. Yeah, like 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 somebody said, like 2020 this week has been a whole year, what have you, with Kobe's death, then with this COVID thing and. I think it's going to be a year that nobody's going to forget, but we're going to learn a lot about ourselves. I mean, maybe, maybe some of us should try to like, try to save a little bit of money, do things a little bit different, appreciate sports, appreciate the little things. Last thing. Hey, Bravo, we miss you. If you listen to our podcast, we miss you, big homie. Sorry. Go ahead and give our shout outs right now. Then, um, you know, as we wrap up, man, let's go with, uh, yeah, with Foodie. Foodie, Foodie, Foodie. Who do you, who do you want to shout out? Any final thoughts, man? Uh, I want to give a shout out to, uh, Chapin because that's one of, uh, one of our, the newest member in our little crew. Little crew. Um, yeah, that, I, that guy's, that guy's more of a runner. That guy's an elite runner. So, I mean, I'm, I'm nothing. Just, that guy's like, he's a true runner. He actually ran his first marathon as well, too, uh, this year. Abel? Uh, just to my Dodger family, there's a lot of people that I know. Carla Blue, uh, Val, all these girls that and, and guys that I hang out with. Uh, they're oh, suffering girl, as much wow. as we are. And also, you know, my it's my kids. Just my kids, you know, Katie, Drew, Zach, and Jade. It's my Katie's. It's going to turn 22 on Sunday, so... It's really going to be an intimate setting because it's going to be in her room and just her eye and her sister. So. Yeah, man. But, uh, you know, we have so much to be grateful for. And, uh, you know, just we, we, we got to live for tomorrow. And if nothing's guaranteed, like you know. But uh, it's going to be a good. It's going to be a good year. It's going to end up good. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll give a shout out to everybody. Germán, uh, we're going to take over Denver. Hopefully it comes through. So we'll see you, Jose. Bravo, my boy, Chips. Mariachi Loco. And uh, Joe from Etria 9. I know everything's kind of down and it's a little tough right now, but we're gonna get back on it. Yeah, man! Shout out to Three Online. We, uh, you know, we all follow. We all follow Three Online. It's a great, uh, great platform. Don't forget to to check them out. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Um, again, you know, we uh, we look forward to it. Hopefully, next time uh, we have our next episode or next time we see you guys around, we'll be at one of the games, enjoying some good food, enjoying some good time, and just enjoying sports once again. So, thank you guys again for your time, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.
Boom. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. Awesome. There it is, man. Abel had like okay, that radio okay. voice at the end. He's like, he had his finger in his ear, kind of going, you're listening to. <laughs> 